I'm Patricia Pierce. Welcome to the Evolutionary Activist Podcast. We are living at an important moment in our history, a time that is calling us into a new way of being, a new consciousness from which a sustainable, just, and peaceful future can arise. In this podcast, we explore ways to help that future take hold within ourselves so that together we can help it come forth in our world. Hello, evolutionaries, and welcome to this week's podcast episode. I'm recording this episode towards the end of April, and this time of year I often think about an experience that I had many years ago in the month of April when I spent a week in federal prison. I was there because I had engaged in nonviolent civil disobedience when the U.S. launched its invasion of Iraq. I really did want to be in that setting with this understanding of oneness, with this understanding that there is no such thing as enemy, that all of that is, a, is just an idea in our minds. And as I was in that setting, I really could see how the whole idea of prison, of, of incarcerating people, is the quintessential expression of this egoic understanding of separateness. Separateness then is given, it's given walls, it's given doors, it's given locks, and it's, it's, it's brought into the realm of form, this idea that we are separate and cut off. And I really was experiencing that, this, you know, being in that setting and knowing that this setting exemplifies the egoic mind, the egoic mind that believes in judgment, it believes in punishment, it believes in guilt, and it believes in separateness. And so prison really is, in this world of form, it is really a quintessential symbol of what the ego mind is all about. And so as I was in that setting, really wanting to hold to a different energy, not that egoic idea of separateness, but to come into that space, into that epicenter, if you will, of egoic ideas, to come into that place and hold a different uh, vibration, if you will, a different consciousness. That really was my goal. And I, I write about this in much more detail in my memoir. If you've read it, you've, you know something about this story, my book Beyond Jesus. But when we are living our lives from that egoic mind, we really are experiencing what it is to live in a sort of a prison. Because that thought system of the ego is like uh, the cells that we live inside of. We hold on to these ideas of our own unworthiness, of our own guilt, we, and, we, and we harbor these thoughts of animosity and enemy. And as we do that, as we inhabit that kind of a thought system, we are imprisoning ourselves in this egoic understanding that is, it is the source of our suffering. Well, getting back to my time in prison, one, one day I, I received notice. The, the guard came to the cell where I was um, there with, with one other person. We were in lockdown. In other words, we were not allowed out of our cells. So he, he came to the door, said I had a visitor, and I had to go over to the door and, and 
and turn around and put my hands behind my back so that he could handcuff me through this slot in the door before he took me out of the cell and, and ushered me down the hallway to the place where my visitor was waiting for me. And as I was walking to this place to meet these people, I saw this man, a prisoner, in this glassed-in uh, room, and it was, it's a holding room. We, we ourselves were brought there when they were bringing us up to the floor where we, where we were um, going to be doing our sentence. And this man had been pounding his head against the glass walls until he bled. At first, I thought he had been beaten, but then I heard the guards talking about how he'd been beating his head against the wall until he bled. And, and this man looked at me as I walked by. He looked at me, and his eyes looked crazed. And, and I realized that in that moment, I was seeing a depiction of what our lives are like when we live inside the suffering of our minds. It is like being in a prison from which we cannot escape, or we believe we cannot escape. And we pound our heads against these walls of our own thoughts, wanting to escape the confines of our own thoughts. And the thing is that as we pound our heads, metaphorically, pound our heads against our own thoughts, we are making them real for us. We're making them solid for us. We're causing our own suffering. We are bleeding because of our act of of resistance against our own thoughts. And it's like in that moment, it was just like this flash of understanding that that's what it looks like when we are imprisoned inside the thoughts in our minds that are telling us all of these things about our unworthiness, about our guilt, about our shame, uh, our anger, our, our hatred. All of that is our prison cell. Just last night, my husband Kip and I were walking by a historic penitentiary in our neighborhood. It's called Eastern State Penitentiary. And it was built back in the 1800s as an attempt at prison reform. And it was the first time that doing time was the punishment. Before that, criminals had been sentenced with fines or corporal punishment, that sort of thing. This was the first time that people were put into cells to just spend time. And it is the outside walls of this, it's now a museum, it's a historical site. These walls are massive and they are made of these huge stones. It looks like a fortress. And it was designed to look like a fortress. So these huge stones are placed on top of each other, creating this enormous bastion, really, of this kind of, of system of imprisonment. And as we walked by, we were noticing how the mortar in many of the stones is falling out. And he and I were thinking, you know, how, how are they going to maintain this historic site when the mortar is falling out from the stones? Because this building is massive. And <laughs> my, my husband, who loves to do the math about all kinds of things, estimated how many years it would take someone to repoint this entire structure. 
Anyway, I was thinking about the mortar falling out from between these massive stones. And once that mortar eventually falls out, as eventually it will, who knows how many years that will take, those walls will crumble. Those walls will fall to the ground. And from my own experience, I know that the mortar that holds together the stones of our own imprisonment in our own thoughts, our own thought structure, is judgment. Judgment is the mortar that holds the stones together in the prison of our thought system. And I, I speak about this on this podcast quite a bit, the need to release judgment. And we are very hesitant to do that because we believe that judgment is important. We believe that judgment serves a vital function. It doesn't. All it does is keep those stones in place so that we will continue to bang our heads against the walls of the prison cell of our own making. And so I urge people, I urge you to start to notice when judgment is arising in your mind. Just notice it and avoid falling into that trap of judging yourself when you notice that you're judging. When you do that, you're just slapping more mortar in between the stones. So notice when judgment is arising in your mind. Remind yourself that it serves no purpose other than to hold you captive and to then withdraw your allegiance to it and let it go. So those are my reflections, and I wanted to share that experience with you from my own life because because it is, not only is it so present for me right now, because this is the time of year when I was in prison, but I also wanted to share it with you because I think it is such an important metaphor for what we are about. Those of us who listen to this podcast, Evolutionary Activist, this is what we are about. We are about bringing down the walls of our own imprisonment so that each of us can shine in the fullness of our divinity and so that this world can be made anew. And until next week, I bid you peace.